Welcome to the By the Hood podcast. Before we jump into this episode, just wanted to make you aware that on our website, bythehood.com, we have a free webinar on an intro to the stock market. So please go check it out. Just go to bythehood.com and you'll get the free intro to the stock market webinar. Take it easy and enjoy this episode. What's up, people? Welcome to this episode of the Buy the Hood podcast or webcast because I don't know how you're consuming this content. I'm your host as always. My name is Jimmy. And as we start off every show, that's with gratitude. Just want to say thank you to anyone and everyone who supports what we got going on. Special shout out to all the students from Buy the Hood University as well as the youth from the Buy the Hood ownership camp. I got my partner Crown Core with me as always. Core, what's up, good brother? What's really good? Every day above ground is a good day. So let's go get it. Yeah, man. Listen, so um, this past weekend, you know, we had the honor of of, of being invited um, to to speak uh, by a Philadelphia legend. I'm going to call her because the work that she's doing out in the community at this point um, just has to be acknowledged. Um, and we have to give her her flowers. But we want to do like a quick recap Um, the Keys to Success event, Keys to Success 2022, I shall say, because now it's an annual thing. But we got Rachel Hannibal. And Rachel, how are you? I'm unstoppable. How are you? Oh, man. I'm unstoppable <laughs> now, too. Uh, yeah, look, I, I got to say that, too. Listen, I am, right? You know, yes. you know, Rachel, Rachel <laughs> yes. got me motivated and inspired, man. But um, we want to talk about this 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 Keys to Success uh, conference that you put on this past weekend. It was, um, I use too many adjectives. I don't know how to describe it because it was just powerful, right? Let's just say powerful. Um, because you had youth that you brought together um, to talk about, you know, personal finance, but as well as business, entrepreneurship, and you just build with them and pour it into them. And it was uh, amazing to see. So first and foremost, just want to say congratulations on um, putting it all together and pulling it off. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you know, so let's talk about this, though. Um, why was it important for you to put this conference together? Well, the idea for the conference came when day after day I was seeing like just the crime go up um, in the city of Philadelphia. And most of it were they were involving teenagers who were just kind of like out on the streets, just roaming and angry and frustrated and lost um, and just needing um, a place to put all of that energy. And so I really wanted to create that. I wanted to create a safe space, number one, where um, a large group of teenagers can come off the streets and and come uh, somewhere in, in the summertime where normally the crime is the highest amongst that age group uh, where they can come and be safe feel safe um but also be able to get uh information and tools so that they can be able to channel all that frustration and all that confusion and pain um into something powerful and into something great i always uh believe that if young people thought that they would be wealthy or thought that they would uh, reach all their goals and maybe they would think twice before they did something silly that could possibly throw all that away. And so um, I believe that this work is life-saving as well as life-changing. And so that is where the idea to to have this conference came from. Yeah, that, that's amazing. And one thing that I want to highlight is um the response you got, because you said once you put it out, you had money flying. And tell us about the response from the community when you said you were putting this together. It was like, okay, I was already nervous. This is my first time. I don't even put together events at all. I've never put together a real event. So this was like my first of everything. (laughs) 
And so I was nervous. I've never asked for donations for anything ever. Um, so I was nervous about that. I haven't never sold real tickets. <laughs> like this mm -hmm. was just my first of everything. And so I was like, I don't know how this is going to work. So I'm going to give myself two whole months uh, to sell these 50 tickets. Because uh, mm -hmm. it might take me all, all, the, all that time. And then uh, within two and a half weeks, all the tickets were gone. I had only posted it once and the first day a crazy amount of just donations just started flooding in. My phone was just going off, off. People giving anywhere from $35 to well over $1,000. People just giving, giving. I didn't even have to tag or ask or I didn't have to do an email blast, anything. And so um, I was just very grateful and, and surprised. <laughs> but to have that response and i'm like oh my goodness i looked up i was like the tickets are almost gone how did that yeah. happen okay. and I, I think that's important to point out because a lot of times people like to say well you know what are you doing or no one cares but people care right you know you know corey knows that when i heard i can't we get people pour out just their time their money their energy so i think it's important to shout out to all the sponsors and, and just say thank you because when you when you put the uh the, you know the bat signal out people came back and um responded so I think that's that's utterly amazing. Um, before we were coming on, you were talking about just like you know, um, some of the responses that you got from the parents and the kids and all that. Like, what has been the feedback um, since the conference ended? What has that been like? So good, so good. So many parents have been tagging me and uh, different things or uh, um, conversations that they've been having with their children uh, on the ride home or maybe even since then. Um, I've received text messages. I've received emails. I've received all kinds of things of uh, just just the, the response that the parents have been getting from the children and the questions that they may have had, you know, follow up afterwards and, um, you know, coming home like, I know something you don't know. So it's kind of, it's been... <laughs> So it's been such a wide, but they've all been positive. All of the responses have been really, really positive. And so I'm really excited, even, even being intentional about putting great men in front of them. Um, and I, I know I said this to you too uh, before when I, when I first asked you to do it, um, mm -hmm. that I was intentional and I'm always overprotective about the ones I put in front of, of the children. And uh, you uh, too and Stefan just being... Uh, such great examples of, of men who, you know, are doing the work, doing the work on themselves, doing the work in their families, doing the work in their communities. I think that that is extremely important um, for our young people to see that, which is another reason why we even created the wall of investors. We talked about mm -hmm. the sponsors. I wanted them to know that there were people who put money up, um, not just, you know, posted a status on social media. These kids need to do this. These kids, there, there are people who literally, you know, open their wallets so that, so that you can have this experience. And I, I just think it's important for our young people to know that. Well, first and foremost, I just want to say thank you. Um, we appreciate the opportunity. Uh, anytime it's going to the community. So we, we can't thank you enough because we were inspired by the work. I mean, you fed them lunch. You know what I mean? You had them, you know, breakfast. But like, you know, you had the media there so they could sit down and do interviews and all. I, the whole thing was just, it was a, a phenomenal thing. I, I can't like, you know, say enough kind words about what you put together. And I'm excited about, you know, you said this is the first annual, which means that we got to run this back. Like, I'm excited to see where this thing goes because um, this kind of work is needed. And, you know, a lot of people talk about it, but you actually went out and did something. You know what I mean? A lot of people all the time when you on social media, they say, these kids need to do this. These kids need to do that. But they never talk about what they're going to do to help. And 
you know, you put something together that, I mean, next year should be bigger and better because now we, we you've laid the blueprint down in terms of what has to happen. Um, so, man, and also shout out to everybody who helped you put it together because your your family, staff, everybody, like you know, really, really did an amazing Absolutely job. Phenomenal. Yes. Yeah. Shout out to them. Shout out to the staff and the family. And even that, it was like, you know, I'm one of those people that, you know, I'm just doing the do it yourself person. But uh, I, I knew that in order to give these young people my best, I had to allow other people to do their best and serve in the ways that they are great at. And and you you see my mom, you see my sisters, they're just Damn. great. <laughs> so we see the work that you do right and we're like man Rachel was phenomenal we had a chance to meet your mother and now we know where you get it from right I've got to give yeah. your mom a personal shout out she pulled Corey and us to the side and like just breathed life into us and um says some things to inspire us and help us and I'm like all right this is where she gets it from you know what I mean my mom had me ready to just like go out and just change my like you're like your mother is amazing so I want to make sure that I put that on the record and say hi mom and um in, Shout out know, to she, Dr. Dixon, Pastor Living Word Evangelistic Church. That's my mama. Yeah, she's amazing. She's an amazing woman. So um, yeah. I see where you get it from. <laughs> yeah, I took right. it. I, sure. I see, yeah, I see. I see exactly where you get it from. But let me ask you this though, right? So um, we had you on a podcast before telling your story about the amount of debt you paid off and how you got into personal finance. But also, and by the way, here's a copy of, of one of your books. Um, Amber's uh, magical savings box. Tell us about the inspiration for this because you're doing all this work with the youth. Like, how this specific book come about? Well, some years ago, uh, I've I read a story or a study that says that our financial habits are formed by the age of seven. And um, then I kept, you know, reading up on it. It was a lot of just confirmations of just study after study of how. Um, by single digit years, we, we, we figured out whether money is our friend or our enemy. And then throughout our lives, we kind of just follow that path. And so I was looking, originally looking for a book that was already written that I could offer to my clients who had children um, and, as they come on the journey with us as we do better with our money. And at the time, I was only uh, coaching adults and I wasn't doing anything with children, but I was like, maybe I could just give them a book as a recommendation. And so I, I went to four different from bookstores, looking, asking the customer service, doing research, looking for books that already existed. And I didn't see any. And, and out of frustration, right outside of Barnes & Noble in the parking lot in the middle of February, I started to write on the back of a scrap piece of paper in my car, Amber's Magical Savings Box. And uh, by that Friday, the book was done. And I knew that um, it was my assignment to create it. That's why I couldn't find it, because it was my job to create it and i had used all of the experiences that i had for all those years of teaching adults and they everyone says i wish my mom taught me this i wish my parents taught me this when it came to money like everyone had already been having those conversations with me so i knew exactly what i wanted young people to learn about money i knew exactly what they needed and so uh that was the inspiration behind the book and amber it was written in my in honor of my niece amber who passed at the age of three here in philadelphia and so that was another way that i could give the young people the tools they need but also honor my baby uh in the process and so that's why we have amber's magical savings box Man, one thing I can say about you is you about action. She about that action. Like, like it's not there. I'm going to see the parking lot and start writing right now. Like, and I, I think that's what separates you from a lot of people. A lot of people were talk. 
you take an action, right? And man, not not enough can be said about that. Like your ability to say, look, I'm going to do something and go do it, right? That says a lot. Um, Core, I know you had some thoughts about what was your thoughts about this weekend, bro? Um, it was, uh, it was. I don't want to say nice because that's not a big enough word. It was nice to see somebody doing something similar to what we're doing. Like I didn't feel like I was alone anymore. Right. Because mm-hmm. sometimes in the work that we do, I feel absolutely like we're in, we like we're in a vortex. Right. And then to see somebody do the similar work and have similar results and get the similar feedback. Um, it was just absolutely amazing. To, it was an amazing feeling like to come out of that alone feeling. You know what I mean? Like yeah. and then to see the the, the, the the smiles on the children's faces. To see the staff so ready and, and willing and able to help the, the children, to see the children so ready and willing to be there, um, and we was in the hood, hood, like we wasn't in no, you know, booze town home somewhere. We was in the hood, like we was dead smack, dead smack in the middle of the hood. We wasn't hiding out. We was right there where the people at, and so, you know, it that you know. Again, I want to congratulate you on a phenomenal event because that's really what it's going to take. Like, really, like I feel like we need to go back to the days of the uh, of the five percenters and get on the corner and, and do you know what I mean and put signs up and, 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 and you know preach like the five percenters used to do back in the day, like like they was on the corner of 15th for market. But we need to just take it around and, and move it around like that, like so that these children can have that experience all the time all over the place you know what i mean like yeah. you know if i you know if i felt froggy i might leap i ain't doing that like that is a step too far but the 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 thing that that i want to say though is um you have a special rapport with children right there's people who shouldn't be around children even if they got information and you're not one of those people and that's a I don't know how to pay you a higher compliment than that, right? Because there's just people who shouldn't be around children. Were you trained in like early education or something? You know what's funny? That I always tell people I know this is a gift from God because I've never taken any class of any kind of how to teach children ever. (laughs) I've never done it. And I always say that there are um, one thing is to have information. Um, Another thing is to be able to explain these complex um, things to young people and, and a group of young people who have different ways of learning. Um, and so to be able to uh, literally wake up one day and to be able to do that only confirms to me that I'm literally doing what God wants me to do. Um, because mm-hmm. there's no way I would know how to do that. I've never, I'm an accountant during the day. I don't, I don't yeah. know anything about kids or, or teaching kids, but you know, this is, uh, year five of teaching the young people and year nine altogether of just educating uh, my people on, on financial freedom. And so I've loved uh, this journey for sure. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's amazing. Like I, I thought maybe you had like um, a degree in like early childhood education or something like that. T- wow. That's, that's interesting. Yeah. It's, it's something else you told me before you came on, which was, which was dope. Like this is how, this is how dope Rachel is. She told me that, for all the kids that came to the conference, she wrote them a personalized letter, right? 
And what was the feedback from the children receiving a personalized letter after the conference? So I had to send them to the parents because I had the email addresses for the parents and I sent them out mm-hmm. today this morning. Um, some of them haven't read them yet, but uh, the parents, a few of them were like, I'm crying right now. Like I read this letter <laughs> that you sent to my son. I'm crying right now. Like, thank you uh, just for what you do. And thank you for this. I can't wait for my daughter to read this when she gets home. I can't wait. I'm printing mm-hmm. this out for him. I'm printing this out for her. And again, they were all individually personalized with, my experiences with them at the conference. Nothing was said twice. Um, so it was some inside jokes there with some things. I really remember them. I carry these kids in my heart and my spirit. So even two days later, I still remember certain things about them, you know, the light in their eyes, the, their giggle, their smile. And so I was able to really um, be able to connect with them again on a deeper level. And some of them had additional assignments uh, from me because I just, I just felt that I needed to, you know, reach, you know, some of them different ways, you know, but also yeah. other ones, they have uh, d- dates with me moving forward that, that I, I, some I've met for the first time, we're going to be doing some fun stuff. Uh, so mm-hmm. I reached out and, uh, you know, offered them a date, uh, offered them a mall date for some of my girls who came in and looking fly. So yeah, they, they, they definitely threw it on. They was trying to get the best dress there. Yeah. Um, so, man, um, wow. Just wow. Like, I, I don't know what to say, Core. Like, just wow. Like, yeah, you, like, that's a personal touch. I, you know, we 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 have a personal connection with the children that we serve. But that, yeah, we, we, ain't, we ain't write no personal. No, listen, know. I'm telling you, Rachel, Rachel was inspired. We ain't write no personal okay. thank you. So, you know, you get your pen out and you write personal thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Things to steal. Personal thank you. Rachel is laying the blueprint down. She's showing how this should be done. And um, listen, we're here to support you. So in the future, though, what are what are some of the things that you're looking to do with this conference? Like, um, are you looking to uh, just make this an annual thing? Are you trying to do more with the keys uh, to success? Like, what are your thoughts now that you've went through the first one? What are some of the things that you're thinking about? Well, first, I know we have outgrown the space already. We cannot <laughs> use that space anymore. We were in there pretty tight. Um, so uh, we are going to have to find a bigger space so we can do more more children next year. Mm-hmm. I would like to see multiple classes happening at once so they can pick and choose which classes they want to go to. Um, I have other people that were willing and ready to teach this year, but um, because of the space and we couldn't do the multiple classes, we didn't have them, but we will have them um, moving forward. Um, I'm just surrounded by a whole lot of really incredible and talented people uh, who love porn who love the kids as much as I do. Uh, And so um, that is what I'm looking to do next year. So we're going to need more sponsors, more because, uh, you know, my my goal is to keep the cost down. A lot of those kids who were there uh, were sponsored. They did not have to pay uh, at all. And um, they got, like I said, they got their breakfast, they got their lunch, they got a whole bunch of valuable information and did not have to pay at all. And so I would like to be able to offer that to more children moving forward. Um, Something else I would like to do is to highlight our stars, our rising stars and our business owners um, throughout the year leading up to the next conference. Um, So it's something I would like to do. I've been talking to Revive Radio, who was there uh, with us uh, this weekend, and other publications of ways that we can uh, highlight these young people so that now 
everyone else, the village can now support them moving forward. We, we gave them gift cards. We gave them money to start to invest in their business, to start to buy some things. We gave them Amazon gift cards and things like that uh, this, this weekend. And so I would like to be able to uh, also have the, the people uh, support them. Maybe someone wants to, a photographer wants to donate some headshots to our babies. Maybe someone wants to donate business cards, whatever it may be. Um, and so that's something I really want to do moving forward. Um, because now it's the village's turn. It's our turn to do our part. Um, and, and, and I need to give everyone that opportunity to do so. And so um, I'm really excited to be able to do bigger, much bigger uh, every year. Uh, mm-hmm. And I hope that I, I, every year I will never get tired of writing individual letters to every child. That has to be now a staple. Uh, I was crying writing some of those letters. And so that's how I know that this is something that we have to continue to do. We're going to make it so you're going to have to get an assistant to do that because we're going to grow it so big <laughs> that your hand going to hurt from trying to write those letters. Listen, but we're gonna also, grow, we're going we're gonna to make it outgrow your capacity to write 10,000 individual letters. Ooh. We're going to grow it that big. That's you, the goal. You're changing lives and you got our support with whatever, whether it's just uh, sponsoring kids, being there to talk, whatever you need from us, we're in. Same like word. I, told, I told Corey, I said, man, this, this is something that we got to support every year moving forward. And for anybody listening to this or watching the video, um, if you're a photographer, if you're a small business or you're something like that, get in touch with us or Rachel. Let us know how you're willing to support pouring into our kids. A lot of us like to sit back and talk about what's wrong or what needs to happen. But now is the opportunity. Um, Rachel has created a platform that allows us to do something, right? Because these are these are teenagers, 12 to 19, meaning that these are the ones that, you know, you're keeping them out of trouble. You're showing them something different. All of us are in Philadelphia. We see what on the news with the 12 to 19 year olds are doing these days, right? Um, but this is a whole different look. And they're so brilliant. When they, you know, you, you see their eyes like yeah, you see their eyes light up when they start to hear certain concepts like, oh, OK, that makes sense. That makes sense. You know, so it's inspiring from that standpoint as well. Like there's some brilliant kids out there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Their yeah. ideas, their business ideas, like even in Stefan's class, the things that they were talking about, what they want to yes. do, how they want to start a business. One young lady said, I want to start a business to keep the streets clean. I want to start a business to help people who are coming out of shelters. They were just there. That they're blew me away. Like, that, yes, that one blew me away. I'm like, wow, she's even there to give it, man. Yeah, it's like their their whole thing of, of, of giving and helping is, is, is man, that was dope. And they that can do dope. it. They can do it. They can do it. They just need to, you know, they need to, they need to believe in themselves. They need to have that, that courage to believe in themselves, but they need to let, they need us to know that, you know, they need to know that we believe in them too. And that we, um, we are ready. We are ready to do our part. You know, even though my company is called missing peace, P-E-A-C-E, but some of them are just, we just have our pieces too, to the puzzle. That's why it's puzzle pieces because it's like, I can only do my part. I can make sure that my piece is in place every time and, and i can connect with other people who are putting your piece in place too every time and then we are going to be able to build a great foundation for these young people and, and a great support system for them as well absolutely and then we, you know, we we were talking to a few of the young people about don't let people tell you money is evil you got to yeah. get away from you got to get away from that idea a lot uh you know the ideology that money is evil because the people who able to do the most good are the people who have the, the resources to do the good, right? If you burnt out working every day, it's hard to do all of the good works that you want to, 
that you want to do. You know what I mean? Not that, you know, working is bad, but, you know, you have to have resources to do the kind of things that these young children were trying to do. And so, you know, you you were fighting that ideology. We're fighting that ideology. Money isn't evil. It's money is amoral. It doesn't matter. Money is the thing. It's what you do with the money that matters, but you have to have that thing to be able to do the other things. And so just remember that don't get into the habit of telling people, especially young people, that money is evil because it's not the money. Yeah, well, I mean, there's a there's a Dr. King quote that he says money is immoral. He said it's similar to electricity. You know, it could be used to light a house or, or burn a house down. It's about how you use it. You know, that's a doctor. Dr. King said that money is immoral like electricity. It, it depends upon how you use it. It could be used for evil, it could be used for good. Yeah. Um, but you know, so uh, but you know, listen, that's the thing. That's why rooms like that and environments like that are good because what was inspiring is not just that they wanted to create businesses. Most of the businesses they talked about were about helping others. Yes. They were literally solving problems. Right. And, and shout out to uh, Steph for that, because he was telling them like, what problem can you solve? The way he was teaching his class was inspiring too. You know, so make sure we give him a shout out too. Um, because he was asking like, what problems can you solve? And the way they jumped to help others was really inspiring. No one was in there like, I want to do this to, you know, buy this or buy that, which you generally hear. Their thing was, I want to help this person. I want to help the homeless. You know what I mean? Like, you know, so it was it was very inspiring. So, you know, those kids are brilliant. Those kids are they brilliant. They are. They are. And I told one of the letters, I remember one of the, the young men, the old, one of the older guys that was there, um, I said to him, you know, there's no real secret, you know, to success, right? There's just about, you know, having the right tools. Um, and I, and I told him, I said, your toolbox is full. Remember I tell you your toolbox is full, but you got to learn how to use the right tools in the right situations. And and I put a little joke in there and I told him, you, you don't want to change a tire with a hammer. Right. Yeah. And so you want to, you got it. I, I you know, kept saying to that him in his letter, you have it. Your toolbox is full. You have it. Um, there's no further secret. There's no further secret. You just have to make sure that you're using your tools correctly. And so uh, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that we get to be able to create those spaces where they can ask those questions. If even their questions were really good of like, OK, now I have this information. What do I do with this tool now? And so they were really even strategic about the questions that they ask. And it's funny because someone said to me, and I often get this question, but someone asked me after this conference, like, you teach adults and you teach kids, which one do you like the most? And I always say kids because kids are more realistic when they mm-hmm. think about this. Because if and you all you can attest to this because I said this, I said that throughout the whole conference, none of the kids ask, like, hey, how long is this gonna take? How long is it gonna take for me to be wealthy? How long is it gonna take to be rich? They weren't concerned with time. Whereas when I'm teaching adults, they're like, oh, so I can invest this much and then next week I can have this much or how quickly can I get out of debt? Or everything is about, uh, we're in a hurry. We want a magic wand, right? But those children were very realistic. They were very fair and they were very optimistic about like all the possibilities, um, even things that I didn't even think of, right? They always come to me in those classes with things. I'm like, I didn't even think of that. That's a great idea. That's so good. (laughs) No, I still think my favorite quote from the weekend is when you were talking about loans and you're like, why would you get a loan? And someone said, house, a car. And the one young man said, because I'm broke. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? 
mean, uh, Corey, and I had to get on Corey because Corey came up and talk about I'm broke. I said, "Don't say you broke. Don't get up here and talk about you broke." <laughs> but no, I thought that was, I thought that was an uh, amazing response. That was. I amazing. wrote I like his letter though. Mm-hmm. I wrote his letter today. Don't ever say. Don't ever again say you're broke. You're mm-hmm. not broke. Got to be careful with your words. That yeah. that was highlighted. <laughs> It was. Yeah, that, that, that was an amazing quote. <laughs> yeah, so I, I was very inspired. Um, I, I can't thank you enough for, for what you've done, specifically like within this city, right? Because, um, you know, like I mentioned earlier, we cut on the news and we see what, what some of the youth are doing. But to see this is like there is hope, like Corey said. And you're on the front lines doing what you got to do. So you just got to get all your flowers and we got to just say thank you. You know what I mean? Um, thank thank you. you. Thank you for being so willing. You all, you jumped. You jumped at the idea, and I was just like, I, I picked the right ones. <laughs> I was hoping <laughs> yeah, you could. Yo, you, you put us right where we love to be. Like, yeah, yeah. That's, we that's love what I- to be able to help young, the youth further their goals in whatever way we can help them further their goals. Like, we front line. Like, when you give us a chance to get on the front lines, we get on the front lines. Like, we, I'm, you know, you ain't never gonna see us on the front lines of no march or none of that, because then we'll that ain't our that's every there's a lane for everybody, right? But when you talking about doing something front line for, for children, when, where, how we gotta get there, like yeah. tell us when, where, how, you know what I mean? Let's make this happen. In our and community, so anytime and, and and you know, and again, um your staff and yourself, we just gotta make sure you guys understand how important you are, how important the work is that you're doing. Um, and just looking forward to like, you know, you said, you said it first annual. So this has to be a thing. Like this has to be a thing that, and we need more businesses and people within the city to really get behind this and pour resources into Rachel and what she's doing because she's created the platform. Um, she has a proof of concept. Now let's make this bigger and better. Like you said, um, we kept this off because we just, you know, it was the first time. At 50, what do you think you're going to do next year? Like, you think you're going to put a cap on it or what? Uh, we got to at least double it, at least 100 oh. at, at minimum. At minimum, all right. So, I got to find a space, you know. Somebody got to y'all got to help me find spaces now. Even what Corey said about the location, even that was intentional. You yes. know, I wanted it to be hood, I wanted it to be uh, even that, and I was able to support another small black business owner too. Yep. So, everything about me is just like, how can we? support but the aesthetics that was that was intentional as well like having it that amazing space too a dope space yeah it's a great space uh bistro 870 event studio um they are great there and i i love that space so it was a really really good space but it's not going to be big enough for us next year (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah. it's just about size it's not about the space because the space was beautiful yeah we about to double up the space is incredible yeah we try it's time it's time to double up like so I want all the entrepreneurs, even, even, even if you're not in Philadelphia, if you're an entrepreneur, an educator, or someone listens to this podcast because we have a, a community that listens to our podcast and you want more information, make sure that you look up Rachel, follow Rachel. We're going to put all of her contact info within the show notes in the bio so you can see the pictures and see what we're talking about, about what went down this past weekend. This conference, like I said, was for ages 12 through 19. And we're talking about entrepreneurship. We're talking about investing. We're talking about business. All of those things, um, and these are our babies that look just like us. These are these are these are kids from our community. So everybody has to really support this. It doesn't matter whether you're in Philadelphia or not. If you want to help support this, I mean, and now we have proof of concept. If you want to put something like this on in your city, 
we can try to show you how to do that too, right, Rach? Let's let's let's. I have listen. been asked to do it in other cities already. I have been asked. Right. Yep. Listen, that's the thing, man. Like you know, we trying to help our people any way possible. So just reach out, like, um, you know, reach out. But Rach, I just want to say thank you for coming on again, and thank you for the work. I can't say it enough. I'm going to tell you again offline, but I'm going to tell you while we on air as well, because um, it's inspiring. Make sure you tell. Make sure you tell your mom that we said hi again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and um, you know, just just continue to do the work. Continue to do what you do. I mean, you you do like you said. You talk to adults. You talk a corporate event. You do all these things, but you never forget about the babies in the neighborhood, and that's important. I can't. I can't forget about them. I can't forget about them, and it's just such a, a blessing to when when i'm overprotective so when parents trust me with their kids they just drop them off but i'll get come i'll come back later you you with miss rachel now and i'm like that's always a big deal to me because mm-hmm. it's like you don't have to trust me with your baby um and so that's also a, a thing you know some of those kids that was my first time meeting them then parents have never met me before so they're like yep mm-hmm. you can have them i'm like that's so, but yeah, then there's yeah. also those kids there that I remember when they were in the belly. I'm like, wow, look at you. You're 15 now. You're 16 now. So yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> that's, all, that's always amazing. Yeah, yeah. I know, right? That's support. But that's it never support. gets old. Again, whether I tell the parents, whether you're trusting me for the first time or whether you're trusting me for the 30th time, like it literally never gets old because you don't have to do that. You really don't have to do that. And so um, these children left inspired. They left with real investment strategies. They left with real business plans. They left mm-hmm. with knowing how to build a, your credit, knowing how to budget, like real hands-on stuff. Again, money, money to start their business, start to invest in their business. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, business pitch, like all of that stuff, real life change and information and real, real, real stuff. So um, I'm excited to be able to offer them even more next year. And and once a year just seems so far away. It seems so far away to- It's a lot know, of planning and a lot of stuff that goes into that though. So you know, we want to make sure we make it because it, it got to be right. Like you, you set the benchmark now, so we it, it only can get bigger and better, right? You know, what I mean, we can't go backwards now, so we got to make sure this is bigger and better. Um, and these are going to be our future leaders. Like that's the thing. Um, these kids will be our future leaders, so it's important that you know they got the foundation right, um, and that we do create this village. Like you said, it's not just us. We have a lot of folks in our in our inner circle too who are willing and able to do things. So create this village and this, this infrastructure to help them along their journey of being our future leader. So, man, I'm just inspired and excited. And um, I'm just thankful that, uh, you know, we had a chance to work together and, and, and make this thing happen. Cause let's listen, Rachel, you're amazing. Thank you both. I want to give you your flowers too. Like uh, one of these days I'll have my own awards platform where I can, you know, honor <laughs> our hometown heroes. And, you know, cause I always say the people who are popular uh, aren't always the ones who are doing the groundwork and we often give the awards to the popular ones. Um, mm-hmm. And so that's that they aren't always the same people. Uh, and so uh, I want to pause because I know what it's like to feel alone. Like what Corey was saying in this yeah. world the front line and so i want to acknowledge uh your consistency and your integrity in your work and, and I, i'm just honored honored to have you but i want to give you both your flowers for um there you may never know how much money you've helped people make and how much mm-hmm. peace you've helped people find and financial freedom you may never know they may never come back and tell you but the nuggets that you are dropping and all of that is uh, i hope it comes back to you 10 20 30 fold you are 
blessed and I hope you continue to be so. So I wanted to give you that that moment. Oh, yeah. Thank you so thank you so much. And the thing is though, now we both know that we're not alone, right? We got each other. So um yes. you know, <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to make this work, man. We're going to make this work. So, Rachel, uh, you know, for our audience out there, again, follow Rachel. If you have anything that you can contribute, right? Like you mentioned some things, right? We know photographers, right? We know people that have small businesses. So we're creating an infrastructure for you to volunteer or give those 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 photo shoots. Like we can really make this blow this thing out now that we've seen we know happening. people who have spaces event spaces maybe you yeah. maybe not, you know if i you know we could donate the space if a, a yes. saturday yes. a space for us to have our babies in there again i want to keep the cost low i want to still give them good healthy food still mm -hmm. give them good healthy breakfast um i don't feed those kids anything i wouldn't feed my own so yes. you know we're not cheap on the food or anything like that so yeah if we yeah. can save money on a venue, we can do that too. So whatever you have, everyone has something that they can offer. Um, even if you're a branding expert, help these kids brand, help the, all that stuff. Like, you know, yeah. our businesses, they need everything. So reach out yep. to me. So, absolutely. Listen, and to our audience out there, um, we appreciate you. Help support Rachel the way you support us. Um, and, you know, this has been another amazing episode uh, Rachel will definitely have you back again in the future just to talk about what you got going on. I mean, leading up to the next one, even before then, because, you know, we're, we're, we're following everything you're doing. So it's about um, to continue to build and to continue to grow as a community. But um, everybody, as we always say, it's not about how much money you make. It's about how much you keep. Game elevates. We appreciate you and we will see you on our next episode. But make sure you guys follow Rachel and see everything that she's got going on. Peace. Yeah.